of books and bisexuals where we talk about books that we've read or that we love and wherever our neurodivergent brains take us. I'm Brianna. And I'm Nikki. Hello. Hi. It's <laughs> snowing. It, yeah. Like. Just a little. Just like. And it's. What's the snow version? Flurries. Flurries. Because like, what's the snow version of drizzle? Oh, flurries. Yeah. <laughs> flurries. Yeah. It's just flurries and it's fine. It's not really sticking or anything. No, it's pretty. Yeah. It's supposed to be warmer this week. Like, I think. I think Thursday was supposed to get a little rain or something. I forget. I looked at it yesterday, but I don't remember. I don't look at the weather. So many people I know don't look at the weather. And I'm like, how can you not know what the weather is going to be? I just, I don't know. It just, it comes with not caring is what it is. I don't, I don't know. Because, like, I love, it's almost like I look at the weather ahead of time to see if there's going to be any, like, gross stormy days right. because I love those days. Those are great days. And so I'm like, are they coming? I slept through our last Oh, the rain? Yeah. Um I drove to Halifax to go to dance. That was not fun. No. Um no, I slept like sixteen hours on Saturday. Yeah. Obviously you yeah. needed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm guessing you didn't work on Saturday. No, I had a day <laughs> off. It was very nice. Uh-huh. Because we're quite busy. Like the, the ops busyness is, like, ramping down, but the sales business is, like, ramping up. Right. So, it's nice to have a break. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also have today and tomorrow off, which is really nice. Uh-huh. Um, and then you yeah. work I Wednesday work till, till Sunday? Saturday. Oh. And then you're off Sunday? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. I don't always get Sundays off, so. Yeah. It is nice. It was also nice because our, our main Black Friday deal started today, and uh-huh. I didn't have to put up any of that signage. Nice. So, so you're like, mm, sorry. Ideal. Yeah. Sorry, friends. I also left my coffee. I had had a coffee. So I closed yesterday. Right. Um, but our alarm panel, there's like this one alarm on like a window that has been on the fritz for like ever. Right. Um, and it... I feel like I have to lay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, it uh, we have to bypass it to set our alarm because like we can't get it fixed for some reason. Anyway, but I had a coffee in my hand. They've tried to fix it, but I had a coffee in my hand and I put it on a shelf so that I could get my phone out to look at the video because I never remember to bypass something. Right. So I have to look at the video that Victoria sent me. Yeah. And then I just like put in my coat and I left. <laughs> and I got home and I was like, Colleen, my coffee. Oh no. Because I knew Colleen was going to be in this morning. Oh. And I was like, right next to the alarm panel mm-hmm. is a coffee. I'm so sorry. It's like 90% full. Like, unfortunate. Damn. Yeah. But that's fine. It happens. Yeah. <sighs> that sucks though. It did suck. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, you could have driven by this morning and got it. No. No. no not worth it to me. Oh. Was it like a bought coffee or a made coffee? No, I, so it was like partially bought. So I had bought a coffee, like a venti Starbucks, and I drank like most of it. Right. And then I just filled it with coffee at work. Oh. <laughs> so it was like partially still okay. the original, but then I had filled it again. Okay. To like drive home with. Right. But. So at least you got to drink what you paid for. I did drink what I paid for. Okay. That's good. Yes. That's good. Yeah. Um, but 
it was so funny because I had sent Colleen already like two emails like back to back about other things and then I sent her another email that was like I'm so sorry I left my coffee you could just pour it out that would be great like you watch you go in tomorrow and it's it's still still there. there It's like, Brianna, yeah. this is your mess. Clean it up. Clean up your mess, Brianna. Yeah. Right? Because, of course, we always, you know, are like, oh, who leaves coffees everywhere? Like, all around the store. Like, because sometimes mm. customers yeah. or whatever will just leave their empty coffee right. cup. And that's really annoying. It is. Like, we have garbages. Throw it in the garbage. Yeah. It's one thing I noticed <clears throat> about the grocery store, too. And I imagine I'm going to notice it even more now. Because um, we recorded on Monday last week, right? Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Starbucks is open at the Sackville Superstore. Right. And so I'm like, you know, it was already bad enough with just Tim's, but now it's Tim's and Starbucks. And there's always coffee cups just on the shelves. Just because Superstore doesn't have garbage cans. Yeah. Like Like, at all. Like when you were like, yeah, we have garbage cans. I'm like, Superstore doesn't. And it would be very smart for them to have garbage cans. Mm -hmm. And like, to be fair, we have like, One's for, for us, right? Sure. Like for the staff. And then we have, like, one for customers. But if you asked a staff member, like, hey, do you have a garbage can? Right. 90% of the time, that You're staff member is going to be like, yeah, I can take it for you. Right. Like, ugh. I mean, we don't have to, but. No, but I would, too. I'd be like, I'm oh, just, I can take that yeah, for you. Yeah, I'll throw it out. No yeah. worries. Right? Like, it's kind of, I, I don't know. It It reminds me of, like, people who don't put their shopping cart away. Yeah. Um, like we, why do you do that? Why? We went to the grocery store yesterday morning and there were two of the big superstore shopping mm-hmm. carts. So this is the thing that bothers me. And I don't know. People might at me for this. I don't know. If you can bring your shopping cart to the side of the parking lot, yeah. unload it, and then lift it over the curb to put it on the grass, you can put it away you in the cart corral. Yeah. Like it's not... Because yeah. people have said to me, well, what if they can't walk without the shopping cart? But you lifted it over If they can a lift curb? it over the curb, because, like, I have a hard time lifting it over the curb. Yeah. It is, it, it's like heavy. a tall curb. If you can lift it over the curb. You can walk it back to the car right. corral. Right? And if you can't, maybe just see if someone around is walking to the store that you, hey, we've, could you take this back to the store for me? We've taken people's carts before yeah. where we've been like, oh, well, let us put that back for you. Like, we're putting ours back. We can just put yours yeah, back. Yeah, same. You know? Or like if I'm walking into the store and they're walking to the corral, hey, I'll take that. Yeah. Because like small carts are hard to find. Yeah, the little ones. Yes. I like the two the, little yeah, ones. Yeah, the little square ones. They're yeah. my favorite. But for a long time I, in Sackville, you couldn't get them because the people that live at the, there's like a assisted living facility oh, across the street them? they take them yeah unfortunate yeah i uh i hate using the big ones yeah i, I find like i can't maneuver very well and no. sometimes we'll be going for like a big shop and tristan will be like just grab a big cart i'm like i refuse two little I'll, ones i will tetris it like i don't care like i <laughs> yeah, two little ones i will but, not use i hate no, the big ones. i hate the big ones they're just they're really long and they're hard to move out of the way. Yeah. People, like, I just... I don't like them. No. I like the small ones. Me too. Yeah. And oftentimes I'm like not... I'm like filling a small cart maybe, but I'm not like overfilling it. Yeah. Especially it, now that we go to Costco. Yeah. Because I don't have to buy a lot of our like staples anymore. Yeah. So I can buy it in bulk once every three months. Yeah. Their carts are huge too, but I like that their carts... 
move all directions. Yeah. Right? Like all of the wheels on a Costco cart pivot. Yeah. Instead of just the back ones on a Superstore one where the front ones are stationary or yeah. I don't maybe it's the or back what ones. whatever. Maybe it's the back ones that are stationary. The back ones are stationary. Yeah. But the front, and the front, ones, front pivot. ones pivot. But you can't move it sideways. But all four on a Costco cart. Pivot. Yeah. So you can just go all the directions. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, it, there, there, I I think I read it somewhere that it was like it was one of those weird tests of people. It's like if they put their shopping cart yes. back or not. Yeah, like it, it's how good not like good of a person, but like how much do you want to be in society? Yeah, like yeah, you I think that's what society. it was. It's like how much do you support like your community? Yeah, and that's like an easy litmus test. Oh my god, of it's like so easy. You put, put your shopping, your cart, shopping back. cart back. So, like, yesterday morning when Andrew and I got there, we took the two yeah. massive shopping carts that were there and just brought them inside. Yeah. And then right by the door, there were, like, three other ones. And I'm just like... Mm. You brought it so close. So you, close. You couldn't, like, finish... Literally, like, 15 feet from the door. Yeah. I don't know. People drive me... Ugh. Also, they're redoing... I think I said this last week. They're redoing the Sackville Superstore. And... I like to think that I'm very observant. Like, I notice the smallest changes in things. Mm-hmm. Like, I noticed when Facebook changed the blue of their logo. Yeah. And I was like, And it was Ugh. subtle. It was subtle, but it was... It was noticeable. Glaring to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and so, I was so embarrassed to notice when Andrew and I went yesterday morning. Have you been to the Sackville Superstore before? Like, one time. Okay. So when you would walk in, like, by where the post office is, it's, like, all the produce and the meals to go and the fish are on the side. And then, like, at the back of the produce, it was that section where they have all the salads. Like, they make the salads and the yogurts and everything like that. That's gone. Oh. And the whole time that they've been renovating, I'm like, my God, there's so much more room in this section. Like... How did they get, they get all this room? And like they moved the fish. The fish is now with the meat at the back of the store. So fish and meat are that makes together. Sense. I know. It makes total sense. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, I don't understand how there's so much more room here. And then yesterday morning I was like, wait, where are the salads? Where is that <laughs> salad square workstation thing? Because it was in the middle. Like, I know a lot of superstores have it, like, right when you walk in. Like, it's part yeah. of, like, the meals to go section. But ours yeah. was separate. It was, like, a It was, a like, it's a little yeah. square in the middle of the produce section. And now it's not there. That's weird. It, yeah. And it, Andrew's like, did you seriously just notice that? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I had a moment like that where I drive the same route to and from work. Oh, yes. Uh, every day, five days a week. Right. Um, <clears throat> and... I, we were driving for not me going to work. Like, we were driving just driving. home from sure. doing something. I right. can't remember. Yeah. Probably a Costco run. Right. Uh, and I, we had, like, stopped at a part of the road that I usually don't get stopped at because of traffic and things. Like, mm. usually I just have green lights the whole way. Right. You know? And I was looking around and I was like, what are those buildings? Like, how have I never seen these buildings before? And Tristan's like... They've been here this whole time. And I'm like, obviously, I'm not looking at the sides of the building right, while you're I'm driving, driving on the road. Yeah. But I was like, what do you mean? I've never seen these before in my life. What? Where was that? It was on Main Street. 
But like these are obviously like established long time buildings, oh. and I was just like, this is so weird. It's like that part of the road never existed That's for me. That's really funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, when was it? The other day, Andrew and I were driving through. What? My watch keeps buzzing, and I'm like, what? Why are you buzzing? What? Who's yeah. who? But like, the, I checked, and there was nothing there. Where were we driving? That I was like whoa like this used to be all like houses and stuff mm. <clears throat> i don't remember well for me it's down on um just how they tore down oh, a bunch of buildings that's that's there. exactly where it was yeah yeah because <laughs> we had to go get andrew's brother's truck so that he could go pick up the monstrosity of a table that he has yes. <laughs> um and we the were necessary it, monstrosity. okay so andrew <laughs> side note andrew purchased on Marketplace, a 10-foot by 4-foot boardroom table that he and his friends are going to convert into a poker table. A game table. A game table. Yeah. Um, it is huge. It's, like, it's it's it makes Andrew but, look tiny, and Andrew's six feet tall. <laughs> Honestly, you need giant tables for Yeah, table. yeah, but now yeah. we need more chairs. Wow. Well, um, yeah, so table. that's what it was. We came, because we were in Dartmouth. We crossed the McKay. We came down around... People are stupid. Agreed. People in big trucks Agreed. who are like, oh, I'm on the road. You just have to break for me. Ugh! Man, I'm yeah. so mad. Um, he almost caused an accident. You know where you come from the Windsor Street Exchange yeah. from the bridge and you're just yeah. going to keep going onto the Bedford Highway? Yes. Like there's no lights or anything. You just keep driving you just and you keep merge. Driving and you merge yeah. and it's fine. He was like, well, I see that you're ahead of me and you're ahead of me, but I'm not going to stop. It was like I'm he played chicken. It was I hate so that. annoying. I hate yeah. that. That's so dangerous. <sighs> so anyway, we came up along Joe Howe and I was like, whoa. Like right before and right after Bears Road, I was like, there were houses here, mm-hmm. and now there are no houses and there here. Are, now there are not. Yeah, there's a lot of new buildings there. Yeah, they're nice buildings. Um, I'm sad that probably none of them will have affordable housing. They're very expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of those buildings was supposed to have affordable housing in it, and then they were like, eh, never mind. And the government's like, here's okay. your fine. Yeah, and but they were the fine like, is like nothing. The fine's like nothing. No, especially if you're a giant development company. I know. I know. So, <sighs> who's getting like $3,000 a month for a bachelor apartment? Yeah. yeah. Let alone like the more bedrooms. I know. We're so crazy. We're, we've been sending documents to our mortgage broker to mm. see about redoing our mortgages so that we can build the garage out back. Did I tell you about that? That you're going to build a garage? Yeah. I think with you, an apartment. You mentioned upstairs. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You mentioned okay. it. Like an yeah. in law's apartment. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So one of the things that we have to essentially like argue in our proposal because we have to get a we have to get a permit and everything yes, right like it has to, to build be it. Yeah, yeah it has to be approved but I didn't know that one of the things um, that they that's part of the bylaws is that um, structures that are not the main house can't be taller than the main house oh. so our house is a bungalow it's only one level yeah we want to build a two-story garage right so it's possible that they're gonna say mm, no but I think that we might be able to get away with it because our backyard is set down a little bit so it might not be it taller? might not it might be taller but not a full story taller could but you also put it down a little does that make sense mm, not really not really because we'd have to dig so far down right but our next door neighbor they have a garage in their backyard and because of the way that our yard slopes up towards theirs and then their like their 
backyard is probably half a story higher than, than ours. Yours, yeah. And they have a single story garage. I'm like, it might still work because it might be just higher than that garage. You know what I mean? And so it's not really going to like ruin the look of the neighborhood. Right. The, the look of the neighborhood. Like, the aesthetics. I hate it. Yeah. And like, there is a house up the street. It's a bungalow and they have a two story garage in the backyard, but their backyard does go down quite, quite a fair a bit. bit. Um, I didn't know the, this was a thing. Like, I didn't realize all of these rules of, oh, like... yeah. Yeah. I like, don't know the specific ones, obviously, yeah. because, like, I'm not trying to build anything. Yeah. But I do know... I've heard some people, like, just complaining about it. Like, yeah. just... Yeah. And, like, I... I said to Andrew, I'm like, I, I'm not saying that I want to just be able to build it because I want to build it. Like no. the laws don't apply. No, absolutely not. But I feel like there should be some kind of like a democratic appeal to be like, hey, we need housing. We I want, want to, to build, build housing. Housing. But let you're telling me, do yeah, it. let me do it. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me I can't because my house is only one story. And I can't have a two story garage. Right? Like, I don't know. It just feels very yeah. backwards. So anyway, we're, we're still in the figure out financing phase so. if you okay this is gonna be such a random thing but if you like fake connected it to your house would that change the rules do you think like if you put like a doorway hallway thing <laughs> like um <laughs> do you I think it would know. change the rules would you be allowed to build a two-story structure if it was adding on to your house already i don't know I don't know. Like, this might not work for you and your yeah, plans. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's what we want anyway. Because we want, you know where the, the garage, or the shed now. that we built? Yeah. That's where we want the garage. Yeah. Um, in the back corner. Um, to have a little the, separate and whatever. Yeah. Well, and because, like, the gym will be in there. The gym's going to be in the yeah. bottom half. But just also, like, then we'll have, like, a, a driveway to go back there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I feel like if we put it attached to the house. It would be, like. It would cut the backyard completely off. Yeah. And it would actually, because we want it to be like 20, 20 by 24. So it would, oh. it would overlap part of the back of the house. And that's kind of annoying. Yeah. We'd lose yeah. Our, like, our kitchen window and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, no. But I know these are well, all very privileged problems to be having. I'm yeah. aware of that. Sure. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. You, you ah, read, you finished I, a book. Not only did I read, I finished a book. <laughs> Woo! Is it Love Buzz? It was Love Buzz. Good. Yeah. I, um, Saturday morning, no, Saturday, yeah, Saturday morning, um, I read for like two hours. Ninja and I just sat curled up in the chair. It was Cute. really lovely. I know, I loved it. Um, and then that evening, um, I read for like another, I don't know, hour and a half and I finished it. Nice. Um, Did it was, you like it? It was really cute. Yeah. Good. Um, I think I'm not as familiar with all of like the romantic tropes, like the third act breakup and like all those right. sorts of things. Yeah. Um, but this didn't feel necessarily like it had that. Like it had a lot of realizations of like, I'm not living my life for myself. I'm living my life. So not a spoiler because it's on the back. Yeah. Her, her mom passed away. And so she's been cultivating this life that her, her mom, mom would be proud of. Right, because her mom came over from India and was always like, you need to make sure that you have a man and a stable job and a 401k and all this stuff that she didn't have. Yeah, and so, I think that's pretty common for like um, like children generation. of immigrants. Yeah. 
where they're expected to have like a really stable kind of like American dream. Right. I'm putting that in quotations. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening so you can't see me doing yeah. it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you know, to have this, this super steady, stable, predictable life. Yeah. And like, I always go back to that Jim Carrey uh, interview where he was saying like his dad was an accountant, which by all means you would think that's a very stable job. Yeah. And then he lost his job and they were living in their car. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't really matter. Like you can think that your job is super stable and like, I'm going the safe route. I'm not going to pursue my dreams. I'm going to be really safe and live a stable, safe life. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Yeah. Right. And so his, his whole thing was like, why, why would you, why not, why not chase your dreams? Why not pursue your passions if you're going to have an unstable life anyway? I think that's part of this is such a sidebar from like the book. Yeah. But like, I think that's part of, uh, what like our generation and the next generation Mm. are kind of like doing right now and why it's so infuriating to the generations before us is because we're saying we're not going to have a stable life anyway. No. We may as well do what we fucking want. Right. We may as well be happy in our life while we're, you know, struggling to make ends meet. Yeah. And like, like, I I feel like, I feel like our parents' generation was, it was very easy for them to be like, oh, you get a job. You you stay in that job until you retire. retire." Right. And it was just like, that's what you did because the world to them was so predictable. Yeah. But the world to us, so So unpredictable. So unpredictable. I feel like, I feel like I, I cannot imagine, like I just turned 35 last week. I cannot imagine another 35 years, the world still being what it is today. And I'm not even, I'm not even talking about like technological advances and flying cars, like not even that, but just like green trees and clean air and clean water and like, like those sorts of things. I'm like, I, I can't believe that this world is still going to be that in 35 years. And that's terrifying. So with that in mind, why the fuck? Wouldn't I do the things yeah. that make me happy? Why now? would I stay in a job that I hate and that brings me stress and whatever? With the hope of when With I retire, hope. I can live the life I yeah. want to. What? Like, okay, Absolutely what about not. just living that life now? Right. Like, I talk to some of my relatives, like my aunts, aunts and uncles and stuff, and they're like, so how's that acting thing going? Like, are you still doing it? Of like, course I am. Is, is that how you're paying your bills? Like, how do you pay your bills? Like, what do you mean you don't work during the day? And it's just like, what? Like, what? What? The handle's not centered to the writing. Oh, really? Oh, weird. Oh. That's, yeah, that's weird. Sorry, I didn't no, need to okay. ruin this cup no, for you. No, no, that's, it's not mine. It's Andrew's. Mine's the nice <laughs> oh, one. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Brianna's I, drinking out of a cup that says naughty. Naughty. Yeah. I'm feeling naughty today. Yeah, right? But uh, the handle, like, you know how on most cups the handle is, like, directly in the center? Yeah. I can of, see. Like, I can see writing? that it's not. Yeah. It, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, and it's just, like, okay, so what? I don't work a nine to five Monday to Friday with a 401k like no I don't have an RSP like no but well well, how are you gonna retire I probably won't be here guys the world's not gonna be here you honestly think that millennials are gonna be allowed to retire what what like I've I have somewhat jokingly but also not jokingly said that my retirement plan is teaching piano yeah. I love teaching yeah my retirement plan is as simple as taking on fewer students yeah 
or teaching virtually so that I can travel wherever I want to go. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to be rich or wealthy or whatever, but like, no, I'm not going to be working 40 hours a week. Oh my God. I'm so fucking privileged. Like, I'm just, no, don't hate me guys. The thing is like, I, I know a lot of people like in their thirties working three jobs right now. And it's just because it's impossible to pay for everything. Yeah. Working one job. Yeah. I feel very fortunate that the skill that I use to run my business pays. Pays, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I charge a very, what I and find fair wage you for set, my yeah. teaching. I could teach 40 hours a week and make twice as much as I do now. But, but you oh enjoy, my God, you I'm also, yeah, You also enjoy the freedom of being able to set your own prices, teach for the amount that you want to. Yep. And have other time to do other things. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't imagine if I taught 40 hours worth of lessons a week. Because I think right now I teach like 22 to 24 hours a week. If I taught 40 hours of lessons a week and then got sick for a week, I I could literally never Never make those lessons up. Make those up. Yeah. Ever. There would be no way. Like I have a hard enough time making up 22 and a half uh, hours of lessons. Like... And that's funny because people are always like, well, how many students do you have? I'm like 35. And they're like, oh my God, that's so many. It's like most they're of half them hours. half hours. Students. Like, what? It's, it's really not that bad. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, like I work 40 hours a week. That's what I have. But yeah. I also have a job, like a retail job that mm-hmm. is not a nine to five. So I feel very comfortable working 40 hours and still having time to do the things I yeah. want to. Because like, yeah, I might have to wake up at 3 a.m., but then I have the entirety of the afternoon to myself. Yeah. And so I get to go do whatever I want. And most of the time that means I'm just like at home. <laughs> but, but I do have the freedom to like hang out, make yeah. plans, do other things. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I, I really miss having a job that I could leave at the job. Yeah. That you could just leave <sighs> where it is. Yeah. Because that is really one thing where like, I go home and I don't think about my work. No, and you're like, you're, you're not like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. And like, I think I think I've been getting a lot better at this since I um, did those doing like admin hours. Yeah, yeah, I do. So I do max four hours a week. Yeah, and most of the time I don't do four hours. I don't need it. I thought I needed it, and I don't actually need it. So I. But putting putting yeah. that block of time in there yeah. and saying this is my admin time yeah. has made it so that you can go. Oh well, I'm done. What I need to do, I'm I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Like I'm good. Yeah. Now I need to do the same thing with my acting because now acting sits on my brain all day. Where I'm like, oh, I'm not doing enough of my acting. Yeah. I need to be doing this. I need and to update my. Demo as much reels. as we don't love, because like you are like me mm. and with our ADHD brains yeah. where we don't like love um st- structure like no. we do but like not really so yeah. like if i'm planning my day down to the second i hate it yeah i don't like it at all my autism likes that <clears throat> yeah but i like having routine yeah so like for you putting blocks of time into it into your day or like into your week you're saying like i'm committing to using this block of time for this but I don't have to. But then I actually have to do it. But then you have to. And do I, it. I don't like look you at all the things that. that are not checked off on my schedule from last week, <laughs> right? Like, 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, usually great. Thursday, Friday, fucking sucks. Because it's like, it's the weekend. Yeah, I know. It's not the weekend. It's not but the weekend. It's the weekend. I know. I know. Yeah, for so. me, Mondays are like my day, because we do this, Yeah. and then I have the rest of the day to do whatever I want. Like, it's just a, a guaranteed day for myself, and yeah. Tristan usually works the night before, so he's usually asleep the whole mm. day. And I, most of the time, do I do anything? No. No, I do not. I go home, and I do nothing for the rest of the day. Yeah. But, like, it's so nice to have, like, a block of time that is just for me, and that has no other like wants on it yeah you know yeah yeah timers have been great for me but it's just oh it's trying to get everything in but yeah anyway okay yeah, but so love, love buzz love buzz yeah. really really cute book um like yeah i don't know there were some things like some little twisty things that i was like ooh, i didn't necessarily see that ooh. coming um, but there was nothing that I was like, oh, this is so annoying. Good. No, there was That's nothing good. like that. And this is this author's, de- what's her name? Neely Tabati Alexander? Yeah. Hi, yes. Um, it's her debut album, uh, album, <laughs> debut novel. Mm-hmm. Um, and like really well done. I loved the writing style. I loved, um, the, the characters that were in it were very... It Just was like, very distinct characters. Was it character driven or plot driven? It was more character driven. Um, think? I think so, because it was constantly driven by what um, Serena, the main character, mm-hmm. was really trying to get at. Um, so it's driven by like her becoming who she sh- yeah not like should be but no. like wants to be yeah like essentially discovering living life for herself mm-hmm. and not for her dead mother nice. kind of thing. Yeah, so it was Good. nice. Um, and then I started the Ballad of Songbird and Songbirds and Snakes. Yeah. I started that. Yeah. Um, I didn't Coriolanus. realize. Yeah. Um, one of the characters in it, like, right, almost right away, it's like, he had this nickname since, like, birth, Corio. So oh. that's just what I'm going to call him from now on because I'm not going Coriolanus the whole yeah. time. No, no. Cori- Sometimes I was just saying Cor. Cor. Corey. Yeah. Corey. Um, That's I would have named them Corey. If somebody was like, hello, yeah. my name is Corey Alanis, I'd be like, okay, Corey. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, oh, right. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, like, already, I've only read the first, the first chapter was, like, 20 pages. So you've read, like, a quarter of the, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's <laughs> such a long book. It is book, a long book. But the, the words per page seems smaller than. Oh, did they do that tricky thing where they made the the um margins like bigger <laughs> i don't know but like i'll show it to you after it looks like there are much fewer words because, on a page so um there's a book called priory of the orange tree and it's like a chonker it's really really big but they used um excessively large margins and a different font size uh, so it's actually if you had just printed it like regularly it wouldn't be such a big book of course Guys, there's no prestige in having a massive book. I know. It's like it's a what's tome. in the book. It looks like a fucking Bible is what it looks like. It's what's in the book that matters. Do I want to read it? Yes. Am I, like, afraid to read it because it's giant? Also, yes. Yeah. Well, and I realized, like, after reading Love Buzz, which is a soft cover, and now reading Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, I'm like, cover. man, I fucking hate hardcover books. I hate hardcovers. I hate them. And I have so many hardcover books. But softcover is just so much better. 
Did you you read Hunger Games, right? Yeah. Did you is this a similar vibe to Hunger Games or is it like different? No, it's it's, it's a, like it's it's because it's a prequel, it's right? Snow at eighteen. Yeah. Um, pre- as we know him, President Snow, when he was eighteen. Okay. Um, and so part of me is worried that there are details that I don't remember from the Hunger Games. That are going to be, like, called out in Right. This. And I'm going to be like, I don't know why that's significant. Or I'm just going to miss them completely. Right. If that's the case, so be it. I mean... Whatever. I read the book so long ago. I've seen the movies a few times, but, I mean, movies are movies. Yeah. Because, um, like, they've already mentioned a name, and I'm like, Who? do I know this name? Do I name? know you? But I feel like I can't because in the Hunger Games, Snow is like in his 60s or something. Yeah. And in this book, he's 18. So theoretically, everyone that, else died. Yeah, theoretically. Right. Or, you know, they're very old. Yeah. Um, it did talk about, um, like, because this is very, very shortly after the war where, like, they nuked District 13 and that sort of thing. Right. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. What? What number of Hunger Games are they in? Have they started them? Uh, yes, it's the fifth one. Oh, okay. So, like, really early. The fifth one? The tenth one? Shit. I don't remember. What? I'm like, I'm like, I, because what was it in the Hunger Games? The 74th and then 75th. Right. Right. Uh, and then, obviously, Mockingjay didn't have any. No. Um, tenth. Yeah, with the 10th okay. annual Hunger Games That makes festival. sense if he's now, like, you know. Well, because that would have been 64 years, and so oh, he's in the 70s. 70s. He's oh, in the yeah. 70s. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 64, right. 7, 82? 64? What? 64 and 18, 72. 82. Because 64 and 20 is 84. Right. So 64 and 18 yes. is 82. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we got there. Yeah. We, um, we don't... Math is not required Honestly, in I, our professions, so... I I miss <laughs> when I was super quick with math. It makes me feel really sad. Um, but yeah, so um, th- this is the first Hunger Games where they're having mentors. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And so... Cor- I, Cor- I really need to read this. Yeah. <laughs> so the, Coriolanus goes to this academy that only people who live in the capital can go. Right. Um, yes. Or people who were born in the capital, I guess, can go. I know. I'm um, I know. Um, and so, um, yeah, it says he remains, Snow remains the last hope for his fading lineage. With the 10th annual Hunger Games fast approaching, the young Snow becomes alarmed when he's assigned to mentor Lucy Gray Baird from District 12. So the girl. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, uniting their instincts for showmanship and political savvy, the race against time to ultimately reveal who's a songbird and who's a snake. Um, they they race against time. Uh, yeah, but it's it's already interesting because it's like um, like he's poor, like literally dirt poor, and they're just putting on this show because they still live in this penthouse apartment, and so yeah, that's actually like pretty common with like certain levels of like wealth yeah is that they're not actually wealthy no um they're actually deeply in debt yeah yeah but and they're just still consuming to keep up the appearance of right. being rich right yeah. yeah and so he desperately needs a win a win because the person whose mentee wins the hunger games gets a Money. full yeah they get a full tuition to go to the university or whatever it is oh. um and so he's like i need that because right if not i can't go mm. yeah 
Fascinating. Yeah. So, yeah. I was supposed to have read it before the movie came out. It came out on Friday, but... We got off. Did it! Yay! Um, okay, so I read The Manor House by Gilly McMillan. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I talked about this a couple weeks ago, and then I did read it. Good. So. Good, good. It says... Okay, this is the description. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the New York Times bestselling author of The Nanny and What She Knew comes the terrifying story of what can happen after all your dreams come true. Be careful what you wish for. Childhood sweethearts Nicole and Tom are a normal, loving couple until a massive lottery win changes their lives overnight. Soon they've moved into a custom-built, state-of-the-art glass barn on the stunning grounds of the Lancote, sure, manor in Gloucester. Gloucester. Gloucester, sure. <laughs> they have fancy cars, expensive hobbies, and an exclusive lifestyle they never could have imagined. But this dream world quickly turns into a nightmare when Tom is found dead in the swimming pool. Was Tom's death a tragic accident, or was it something worse? Nicole is devastated. Tom was her rock, and their beautiful barn, with all its smart features that never seem to work for her, is beginning to feel very lonely. But she's not entirely by herself out there in the country. There's a nice young couple who live in the manor itself, along with their middle-aged housekeeper who has the coach house. And an old friend of Tom's from school has turned up to help her get through her grief. But big money can bring big problems and big threats. And is Nicole's life in danger as well? Nicole is beginning to feel like a little fish in a big glass bowl surrounded by piranhas. I loved this. Yeah. It sounds great. Yeah. So I've never read any Gilly McMillan. (laughs) I almost called her Gilly McMillie again. (laughs) As as a bookseller, we make up names for a lot of people. It's why I call James Patterson Jimmy P all the time. Like and so Gilly McMillan. I have called Gilly her Gilly McMillie. Right. Um, I'm sure you're not the first. <laughs> probably not. No. Um, but, so, this was really fascinating. I, again, I've just started getting into, like, reading thrillers, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe I just feel like they're different from the thrillers that I read when I was younger. Hmm. Because when I was younger, I was, like, reading thrillers, and I could just immediately know what was going to happen. Yeah. And the thrillers yeah. that I've read recently, like Murder in the Family or like the Riley Sager. Yeah. I can't remember the title right now. Survive the Night. Right. Yeah. Like they've been twisty and turny in ways that I didn't like get yeah. right away, you know? Yeah. So this is another one where um, we've got several different POVs. Um, so you've got Nicole, um, but you also have Tom. But Tom's POV starts, like, halfway through the book, and it's, like, in the past. I was going to say, because isn't he dead? He's dead, yeah. Right. So you're, you actually start to see uh, Tom's last day, like. Oh. But it starts, like, several chapters in, like, not halfway, but probably, like, a quarter of the way in. Like, you've already established the other characters. Right. So you have Nicole, then you have the couple that lives in the manor house, whose name's I do not remember. That's fine. And then they're made. Okay. And so you you get POVs from all of those people and Tom. Mm-hmm. And then you just get to see how, like, everything is interconnecting. And then eventually you get, like, the detective as well. And it's just really fascinating. By the end of the book, I was like, oh, my God. Like, there were so many reveals in the book that I could not have imagined. 
And it was fascinating. Okay. Very, very good. Uh, is this already on? Did I already put a hold on this? Possibly. I feel like I did. I think you did. The Manor House. Yeah. Billy McMillan. It was really good. Um, I very much enjoyed it. And now I want to read The Nanny because I've heard that that's even. Is that also a thriller? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, yep, I did. You do? Yeah. But I'm like 54th on eight copies. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a while. Yeah. I could give you my copy. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, oh so she also wrote a book called The Long Weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, the Perfect Girl. To She's Tell You the Truth. Written a lot. Oh, my God. I know you know. <gasps> Man. Oh, yeah. the nanny is available at the library. Oh. Yeah. I can just get it from work. I know. <laughs> wow. She wrote a lot. Yeah. She's got a lot of titles. Okay. But I really enjoyed it. Mm, uh, nice. And I read that on Monday. <laughs> nice. So, so last Monday I last, went home and I Oh, you went home and read, read it. it. Yeah. Um, and then. <laughs> what? I'm just laughing because remember two weeks ago when I was like, I'm never going to read Fourth Wing. Oh, yeah. So I'm reading Fourth Ring. Uh, That's the book that I sent you the TikTok about, right? The Gaelic versus the Gaelic? Yes. Yes. I had never heard of this book. And then that TikTok came up. And I was just like, huh. So Fourth Wing is a romanticy. So it's a romantic fantasy. um, And it's getting a lot of buzz. Uh, Book two. they're turning it into a movie. Yeah, Yeah. They're talking about it. Yeah. Book two. Uh, is out now. Um, it's called Iron Flame. This is by Rebecca Yeros. Uh, yeah. so it says, 20-year-old Violet Soringale was supposed to enter the squad, scribe quadrant, living a quiet life among books and history. And now, now the commanding general, also known as her tough-as-talons mother, has ordered Violet to join the hundreds of candidates striving to become the elite of Navarre. Navarre? Who knows? Dragon Riders. <clears throat> but when you're smaller than everyone else and your body is brittle, death is only a heartbeat away because dragons don't bond to fragile humans. They incinerate them. With fewer dragons willing to bond than, ca- than cadets, most would kill Violet to better their own chances of success. The rest would kill her for just being her mother's daughter, like Z- Zayden Ryerson, the most powerful and ruthless wing leader in the Riders Quadrant. She'll need every edge her wits can give her just to see the next sunrise. Yet with every day that passes, the war outside grows more deadly, the kingdom's protective wards are failing, and the death toll continues to rise. Even worse, Violet begins to suspect leadership is hiding a terrible secret. Friends, enemies, lovers, everyone at unpronounceable Gallic word, War College has an agenda because once you enter, there are only two ways out, graduate or die. Mm. It's actually really good. And I knew I was going to like it. Like, I honestly was avoiding this because it was so popular. Mm. But I knew I was going to like it because everyone's been comparing it to, like, Akatar And, like, other fantasy that I've really loved. Um, I definitely understand the comparison to Akatar Because she's, like, (laughs) like a fragile little... Like, she... Mm. They don't call it this, but she has probably Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Which uh, is, like, a looseness in your joints and, like, um, just 
a bunch of other symptoms, but basically the described, the way she's described as fragile is that like she gets hurt a lot, but right. she's in pain a lot. And so um, it's, it's funny because like knowing someone who has a similar thing, like Tristan has a similar thing where he was born early, so her, his joints are loose, but it's not Ellard Downlow. Um, he is in pain a lot because his joints just like pop out. He yeah. woke up the other day and he's like, I had a terrible sleep because my toes kept dislocating. Like, in the middle of the night. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I know that being in chronic pain means that you can survive a lot more than other people can. Yeah. Um, so, I'm only 20 chapters in. Oh, you didn't finish I it? I didn't finish oh, okay. it. I'm only 20 chapters in and uh, I'm probably going to have to wait for Iron Flame to come back into store because... They had such a run on it mm. that it's literally stock constricted. Like, we can't get any more. Oh. So, Jeez. there were so many, like, because they had, obviously, with the first printing of Fourth Wing, they didn't expect it to go off like it did because it just blew up. Right. It was very popular on TikTok. Like, some of the ARC readers, like, got on TikTok and was like, this is the next Akatar. This is the next, like, um blood and ash um it's like lauren not lauren uh, someone armantrout l armantrout she has like a it might be lauren I'll look it up. um jennifer l armantrout yeah jennifer armantrout has a book series called from blood and ash yeah and so it's been like linked to those two kind of stories and it blew up and so they had only done a small printing for the first printing of Fourth Wing, and it sold out immediately. Mm. So they did a second reprinting, and then when they did Iron Flame, they printed, like, X amount more. Right. But because they had so many pre-orders, it took up all of the stock that they had, like, made extra of. Right. <laughs> so it was, like, we got, I think, 60-some-odd copies, and we were sold out in a day. Wow. So. Man. Yeah. And, like, it's funny because I knew, I, like, I, I think you had mentioned it before, but I didn't ever really register, like, oh, fourth yeah. wing or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I saw this video on TikTok where... Where they're, bl bat oh. like, just bashing her for the way that she describes... Well, the, like, the biggest reason is because, like, she keeps saying Gaelic, which is irish yeah but she's using scottish gallic words yeah and she's also not pronouncing them right not even a little bit um the creator is like i don't know what you're saying but it's this yeah um and um she was saying that a lot of a lot of american writers especially they co-opt they, they co it. Yeah. like they take words from languages that they don't even understand or know or use yeah. to kind of make their books seem more interesting yeah more otherworldly yeah or and it's like ugh. yeah so i think because of that video i'm like i'm probably never gonna read it it is good though i yeah. will say like so violet like the description says yeah. violet is the youngest child of her general mother so her mother is the, a general in the army mm. and um a certain amount of time ago i don't know how long ago um, Violet's brother was killed in a conflict with, um, some, like, uprising people. What are they called? Rebels? Rebels. Okay. Thank you. Because yeah. I was like, 
They all, they call them traitors through the whole book, but, like, I have some inklings, not to, like, spoil anything, but I have some inklings that, um, like, the people that her mother worked for aren't good. Right. <laughs> so. It's usually the way. It's usually how these books work. Yeah. Where, like, you're introduced to two sides of a conflict, and you're introduced to one that's, like, the good side, and it's almost never the good side. Yeah. Um, but, so... Her Violet's brother was killed in a conflict with these rebels, and then what they did was they they killed all of the parents, and then they conscripted all of the children into their army. So they like actually forced all of those kids to join the riders, like the dragon riders yeah. part, knowing that it's actually the deadliest quadrant, um, and you more people die in their like college. Than like on the battlefield, wow. basically. Um, you don't live long lives as a dragon rider, right? Uh, it's like known. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, so the first thing you do to even get into the dragon riding school, you have to cross a parapet, which is like, um, like very very high. It's you cross from one side of a castle um, to the other across like a basically a balance beam right um and so you have to do that and like 20 percent of people die just doing that right let alone the the like fighting in the school and the trying to match with the dragon and the mm. you know yeah. so um so she basically gets told that she has to do this. Mm -hmm. She was meant to go into the scribe quadrant. She's been training her whole life to do that because she's been frail and sickly. Mm -hmm. um, but then her mother's like, uh, no, you're Sorengale and we are all dragon riders. So get your ass to that parapet. You're crossing. I don't care if you die, basically. And as Violet goes through like all of these trials in the college, She's like, oh, actually, like, I am pretty strong and pretty cool and whatever. Like, she's really coming into her own. But at the same time, her her wing leader, so, like, basically, it's a, imagine it's, like, a military college. Yeah. It's, like, her uh, two times up in rank person. Right. Uh, is Zayden Ryerson, who is the eldest son of the person who killed her brother. Right. So, obviously, there's some tension there. Um, she thinks he's going to kill her. Then he doesn't. And then maybe they get a little flirty. Mm. But at the same time, she has a childhood friend, Dane, who is so Tamlin-coded, I cannot even... Oh. Like, I immediately did not like this guy. Right. <laughs> because all I could think of was Tamlin, and I was like, ah, oh, obviously he's going to fucking be horrible. Right. Um... And that is proven correct. I'm all 20 chapters in and I'm already like, oh, of course he sucks. Yeah, of like, course of course he does. Um, oh. But I like the idea that they're trying, that, that like Rebecca's trying to like build this love triangle when I'm like, obviously she's not going to be with Dane. Like, obviously not. Right. Um, but I am only 20 chapters in, so who knows? It might who change. Knows? Who knows? Um, I just, I already have my OTP in this, and that would be Violet and Zayden. Right. 
because he also calls her violence, which I think is really great. <laughs> it's cute. I like it. I suppose in um, that world, it's a good thing. Yeah. 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 Um, it's also just funny because every time that, that someone in her circle or her family are like, oh, Violet's so, like, so fragile. I'm like, Violet is in pain 24 hours of a day. She's not fragile. Yeah. Like, I don't. So, yeah. It's good. I like it. I'm going to keep reading it. Yeah. Um, I just think it's funny that I was like, I'm never going to read it. And, like, two weeks later, I was like, okay, I'm reading it. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, yeah. you have nothing else on your TBR. No, I have nothing else. No. I have nothing else. On, I don't. No. No. No, I don't have, like, the world's longest TBR ever. No. No, no. Oh, I need a haircut. There was also this book that I jokingly... <laughs> I really, really thought I was going to... I don't actually know if I'm going to read it or not. So, it's a book uh, on Kindle Unlimited called Kidnapped by the Krampus. And... <laughs> And I found this through my literature book group. They were talking about, um, like, specific... This person was... Some people ask for, like, recommendations, right? And they ask them so specifically. Like, they'll be like, can I have this, 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 and this in this book? So, like, this one included, like like, clit slapping and, like, a couple of other things. Right. And I went into the comments just, like, curious. Because I was like, is there going to be any, like at all any recommendations because it was so specific right. that I was like are there going to be them and the one that I found was kidnapped by the Krampus and I was like oh, what <laughs> so uh I joked with Tristan that I was going to read it that was going to be my next read and he was like are you actually going to read that like I'm like I don't know I might you might I also bought the first three books in Lord of Glass yesterday in what? Throne of Glass. Oh, I thought you said Lord of Glass. I was like, what's mm, that? Yeah. Throne of Glass. Oh. Um, because in, the, was, in the new series? The new covers, yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to buy the box set, mm -hmm. and I was talking, I don't know if I was talking to you about it, okay. but it, that it was like a $300, $20 box set, and like I get the 30% off, so it's like 260 Two, or something. Right. Like, um... And then I realized that that $320 box set was the hardcovers. Oh, and I was like, absolutely not. Right. So I started trying to find if there's like a box set of the soft covers, and I couldn't find it. Right. So I'm just buying them individually. Good Ugh, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but I bought the first three, meaning yep. Throne of Glass, Air of Fire, Queen of Shadows. Shadows. Yeah. <clears throat> not Assassin's Blade, because that is book. Four, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Well, it's actually three and a half. Yeah. 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 Yeah, three and a half. Yeah. 3.5. 3.5. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm really excited. I'm just going to buy them like two at a time over the next month and a half. Nice. So, <laughs> nice. Because I get them for $17.50. All of them are Ooh. are $25. $17.50 plus tax, which yeah. is about like $17.90. Yeah. Because so. tax on books is not 5%. I know. I love it. I love it. It yeah. makes me so happy. Yeah. Sometimes people are like, oh, I didn't expect it to be so little. And I'm like, yeah, the tax is smaller. Yeah. It's truly what it is. It is Whenever truly. I go buy, like, piano books and stuff, it's the same. It's it's 5% instead of 15 Yeah. It's great. Because books are, are classified as, like, like a necessity. Mm -hmm. Like, they're, like, a cultural necessity. So they don't 
do um, the provincial sale tax. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and it's like a lot of groceries don't have any tax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I because they're necessities. That. They're necessities. Tampons have tax, though. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> um, that being said, though, I just finished my second period using the NYX. Oh, account. yes. Um, and this time I used it pretty much the entire way through because I'm a lot of tampons. Yeah. Um, it's a learning curve. Definitely. Definitely. I took a lot of showers. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, I think I like it. It still feels so just very weird that like you take it out and then you have to like wobble to the sink to wash it off yeah. to then put it back in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like I couldn't do this in a public washroom. No, that would be so weird. You literally couldn't do it. You literally, like you I don't pull my pants back up when you I just wobble. like, yeah, yeah, right? Like, um... So, I'm like, maybe I need two. So, and you could, like, switch them out? Yeah, I don't know. But you can wear them for 12 hours. Mm. So, it's, like, theoretically. Theoretically, you, you're doing it in your home, Yeah. Right? Like, if I know I'm going to go out somewhere and I'm like, ooh, I'll change. I'll do it, it beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I didn't work out while I was on my period because it just made me nervous. That's fair. Yeah. But... Because, um, like, when you bear down, that's how you get it out. And I'm like, but and if I'm like, lifting if I'm, weights, yeah, then I'm, I'm bearing down. down. So. I feel like that sometimes when I'm wearing tampons, I'll, like, accidentally, like, bear yeah. it down. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's not good. No. I don't like it's it. Like, shit. And then I'm like, oh, I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And it's not worth it. It's like, well, new tampon time then. Yeah. yeah. The worst is when it's, like, you've put it in. And it's not even been that long, and you're basically pulling out a dry tampon. I know. I hate that. I the hate worst. It. it was funny because um, I I see the post a lot, and it's just like um, something about how like tampons are so ridiculously expensive, and yet any woman will gladly give you one if Absolutely you need it. Absolutely, and I it's will. like oh yeah, it's like I have strangers like in the locker room at the gym 100%. does anyone have to yeah absolutely i absolutely do. do here you go i have one in my coat mm. at all times that's smart yeah because i i don't know like my cycle is so weird right. that i never know when it's coming so yeah. i just have like period supplies on me at all times that's probably smart yeah um i've gotten so used to how my body feels like the day or two before mm-hmm. and it's become much more accurate to the prediction of uh, my fair. my tracking app so um yeah no i just track mine uh after they happen in my calendar <laughs> um, yeah i use samsung health so that i can be like hey if a doctor asks i can just pull up my calendar and be like it was the beginning of november right. or whatever yeah i actually don't think it was the beginning of november now no? i want to i want to look mm. maybe it was like my next period is predicted for december 16th Mm. Aw, dangerous Christmas party. Oh, no. That's my dating anniversary. Aw. (laughs) Yeah, Mm. it was the end of October. So, yeah. 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 Which, like, you know, I may have another one soon. (laughs) Maybe. It might be two months from now. Maybe. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Um... So I've been listening, I talk about this all the time, but I've been listening to the Deep Dives Akatar. Yeah. Um, and this morning they were talking about, uh, spoilers for Akatar. 
They were talking about when they bring all the High Lords together and like Tamlin shows because oh, it's like yes. in book three. Yeah. And they're they're all talking to like try and uh, consolidate against Highburn. Yeah. And Tamlin shows up and just starts throwing all this like disgusting fucking like shit like at Feyre and like the one where <laughs> they talk about the where he says um do you have you heard the sound she makes before she comes or whatever oh yeah and they're talking about how that to them is like so much worse than like anything he's ever said because he's like demeaning her in front of every other high lord like yeah in the and I'm just like, Tamlin's the fucking worst. Yeah, <laughs> like, he really is. He just sucks so much. Yeah. And, like, I I understand wanting him to get a redemption because I do think that there are potentially reasons why he sucks so much. Right, bad. yeah, we've talked about, like, yeah. holding on to all the power. Or holding on to the, all the power. Because, like, they describe him even in that meeting as being, like, unhinged. Right. Like, just, like, out in the woods, you know? Like, yeah. just crazy. Yeah. Um, but also just trying to, like, punch back at someone he feels has, like, wronged him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, he's so infuriating, but I do think that there could be, like, a good come to Jesus, like, moment for him. I just I don't, don't know. know if there will be. We haven't seen him since, what, the end of book three? Yeah. Right? Because he didn't really play a part in Silver Flames. Or the... Or Frost, Frost and Starlight. Starlight. Because that was just a little novella about... Sure it was. Fate. Yeah, fate. But What is their weird facend? Feyre. Facend? Feyreson. They have, like, a couple name that really? I can never is say. It, is it Faceand? Faceand? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna Google it right now. Um, but, yeah. I said is it as in, like, it's not really a novella. Like, it's longer than a novella. Because she doesn't know how to stop her. Oh, of course she doesn't. Feyre and Oh, man. I still haven't pre-ordered the Name. Crescent City Book 3. It's Shit, funny. Shit, I'll pre-order Crescent City Book 3 and won't read it for, like, two years. Now I need to read it. Yeah, it's Faisoned. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Did I send you that TikTok where this woman's talking about the books and she's like... Like, you know, Ray Sean and all this. And I, it was just so fucking funny. <laughs> like, all of the names are just, like, not They're They're names. not, like, actually what it is. Yeah. But they're so but it's similar. it's so similar that I'm yeah. like, you know what? That works. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. People are so, so weird. I have always read R-H-Y-S as Reese. Yeah. So I would read it as Reese-and. Yeah. You know, and that's how it's described in, like, that's how she I says it. I had never it. seen it before that, so I said Rice until you were like, it's Reese. It's Reese. Like, what? But I think because I was obsessed with Jonathan Reese Myers. But see, I, I thought younger. it was Jonathan Rice Myers. Oh! No. Right? I watched, like, a, a trillion. Mm. This is when, like, the internet was still young. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, Googling, like, Jonathan Reese Myers, mm. like, the videos. Uh, yeah. Well, because I saw him in Bend It Like Beckham. 
Oh, yeah. And it was obsessed. Oh, yeah. That was also, I should have known at that point when I was obsessed with Bend It Like Beckham that I was like hardcore bisexual. Because it was not just Jonathan Reese Myers that I was obsessed with. No. Kira Knightley. Yeah. Um, the other person whose name I never remember. Uh, I'll look it up. Why do I never remember her name? I don't know. I've seen the movie once. But it's, you know. And then the other one was... Parminder Nagra? Yes. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh, Bennett Lake Beckham. 2002. Just yeah. gorgeous. Just oh. wonderful. The other one that really... Uh, what is it? It's a gymnastics movie. Uh, a gymnastics movie? I watched... Gym- Stick It. Oh. Oh. The movie Stick It? No. I watched it's 2006 and I, don't I it. Th- it made me so gay. I don't even <laughs> Oh, that's what's her face. Yeah. Um fuck what's it? Missy Peregrine. Yeah. 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 Um hot She's, as fuck. Yeah. In um, this movie. Yeah. Have you ever seen The Rookie? Yes. Yes. Okay. She's in The Rookie. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Mm-hmm. Um but Stick It, I was like, "Oh. Oh." Ah, look at me. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I just love this because it's gymnastics themed. <laughs> there that was, is not why. There was a that gymnastics show, why. and I don't even remember what it was called. Oh. And they had, like, this blonde English coach. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. They were in Boulder, Colorado. Oh. Yeah. Now oh. I want to know. I watched it. Like, I watched the whole thing. It was very dramatic. Um, but they were all trying to get to go to the Olympics. Um, but I don't remember. I never remember what it's called. And then when I see the title, I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Make Um, it or break it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a good show. Yeah. Also just very dramatic. Yeah. Oh no, I've definitely seen this. Have you? Yes. Oh. Yeah. This is, uh, 2009 to 2012. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this was super dramatic. Mm-hmm. But that was the, the like, perfect time for yeah, it, basically. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, the Gossip Girl, Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. All that stuff was out at that time. It's, it's very, like, CW without it necessarily having been on the CW. Yeah. 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 I just so. know that you would know what I mean by mm-hmm. CW. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So, Andrew and I, last week, finished uh, Friends. Well, I've seen Friends. He finished it. Um, Man, I cry like a baby at that show. And then, um, we watched the reunion that they did back in 2021. Yeah. 2021. Um, I cried like a freaking baby watching that, too. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I fucking love set life. I love watching like like behind um, the scenes behind and, the scenes mm-hmm. reunion television yeah. specials yeah um documentaries about the making of yeah. I yeah. fucking love I those. love it and just seeing them all together and mm-hmm. like you could really tell that they were genuinely loved each other yeah. right like it wasn't like they showed footage after like after they called cut and then it was a wrap on the very last day of filming when mm-hmm. they're walking 
out all together. Yeah. Um, and they just stood in the hallway and like all cried. Together. Yeah. <laughs> and then they came out and bowed, and then like everybody kept crying, and the set was immediately getting torn down because a new show was set to start filming oh. in the same soundstage the next day. That's so heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because um, you kind of want it to stay forever. Yeah. Out of it, I know? kind of thought that that it did. Um, like mm. I thought it did, and you could go tour it and stuff, but I no. guess not. Um, but like they all signed the back of some of the stage walls and stuff Cute. like that. And, oh, it was just like, yeah. So precious. Really and there were so many, um, guests in the show. Um, so yeah, it was just really nice. Yeah. A lot of like people that we consider like hella famous now. Oh, like, they got their start on On Friends. Friends. Yeah. yeah. Reese Witherspoon <clears throat> was on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot Jennifer Coolidge was in an episode oh, yeah. of Friends. Yeah. yeah. But also so many, like, I think it was similar to the way that the Big Bang ended up where it was like, because it was so popular, people just wanted to be on it. Like yeah. even, even established celebrities at the time. Were like, just give me a bit part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like Brad Pitt was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't Bruce Willis also? Yep, Bruce yeah. Willis was in it. Um, Julia Roberts was in it. Which I was like, I totally forgot that. Um, what was, oh my god, what was his name? He had, I think he was in Full House. Dark hair. John um, Stamos? Yes! John mm. Stamos was on it. Um, Tom Selleck was on it. He's one of our white men jump scare end cap guys. Oh? So, what? <laughs> so we have... In the store, an end cap that is for... So an end cap is, like, at the end of a yeah. pile. Right. Anyway. So we have an end cap for biography. And right now, it is what we call the white man jump scare. Because it is just pictures of faces. Because a lot of people's biographies, obviously, have their face on them. Right. But it's, you know, like Patrick Stewart, like, making oh, it so. yeah. And, like, uh, Elon Musk's thing. I don't know. I don't like that one. Um, but it's just like, we just have this end cap that's just people's faces. Yeah. And it's a jump scare. Sometimes you'll like turn a corner and you're just like, so many faces staring at me. Like, <laughs> Are they oh. all white men? They were for a while. It's not all white men now, but we still call it the white man jump, jump scare, scare end cap. That's really funny. <laughs> and hilariously, someone called it that to a customer. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> Good time. If you know it's the right customer... Yeah. Then it's fine. There are too many. I just need people to stop making biographies with your face on it. Like, put something else on it. Right. You know? A childhood photo. Yeah. <laughs> that's like you on the beach as a kid. Right. Sure. Which, fine, but it's not as creepy as... As just, like, your face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I keep doing a weird hand thing because um, Patrick, Patrick Stewart Stewart's, has, like, yeah. a weird hand thing. Well, and it's, like, even, um, what's Prince Harry's? It's just, Spare. like, his face. Spare. Yeah. yeah. Making it so a memoir. Oh, he, he it's like he's like Oh, leaning. he's like right. Yeah. He's yeah. like leaning on his hands. I fucking love Patrick Stewart. He is pretty great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Alright. That feels that's, good. That's good. That's good yeah. long enough. Yeah. Um yeah, you can find us on Instagram mm-hmm. at books and bisexuals at b ls underscore poetry at nikki dot rose dot martin. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, as soon as you were finished, I was you're like, shit, yawning. I have to yawn. <laughs> oh, you can listen to us on all major listening platforms: Spotify, Google, Castbox, Amazon, and Apple. I say them in a different order every, every time. week. I know, I love it. Uh, what? 
Nothing. Oh, that would be okay. No, nothing. Um, what? Thank, thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks friends. for listening. Nikki's mad at me I'm now. I'm not mad. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.